0: Welcome to Beyond the Knife, a bariatric surgery podcast from Perth Obesity Solutions. Join Dr. Siva Sundarajan, one of Perth's leading weight loss surgeons and his team, as we explore all aspects of your weight loss journey from where to start to maintaining your long-term success. Hello, hello, hello. So my name is Evelyn Timms. I'm from Magic Studios and we're very excited to be working in collaboration with Perth Obesity Solutions to speak about something that's quite important and certainly on the forefront of many people's minds, which is weight loss. Um, Siva is a a Perth weight loss surgeon, uh, one of Perth's leading weight loss surgeons in fact. Uh, So he's here to talk about that journey of how you go about um, the process of bariatric surgery and what you can expect from that process. Siva, lovely to meet you. Do I, can I call you Siva or should I say doctor? Or no, what do
1: no, you, prefer? you can call me Siva.
0: <laughs> Siva, beautiful. So Dr. Siva <laughs> Sundarajan, um, can you tell us a little bit about your background and what got you into bariatric surgery?
1: Well, Evelyn, I hope you can keep up. My background is a little convoluted, but it's been an exciting ride right so far. I was born in South India and grew up in a place called Madras. And to most people, it's now known as Chennai. My family then migrated to Singapore where I did my high school and served as a medic in the Singapore Army for a few years. I then went to Edinburgh to study medicine. I started working in the UK before moving to Perth to continue my surgical training. About how I got into bariatrics, after I finished my general surgical training in Perth, I decided to subspecialize in upper GI surgery. And most upper GI surgeons also undertake further training in weight loss or bariatric surgery. So I applied to both programs and was selected for the bariatric surgery fellowship at Box Hill Hospital in Melbourne. And that gave me a solid foundation on all aspects of weight loss surgery. The one thing, however, that bothered me was my experience in gastric bypass surgery. Gastric sleeve is by far the most commonly done operation in Australia only about 10 to 15% of patients have gastric bypass. In Europe, it's the other way around. So I went to Belgium to work with Dr. Bruno Dillemans, who's a world authority on gastric bypass surgery. At his hospital in Bruges, they did more bypasses in a fortnight than what we did in a whole year at Box Hill.
0: So what was it about um, England and the medical institution there that attracted you to go there for your study?
1: Before you get yourself into trouble, Evelyn, I'll I'll point out that I studied in Edinburgh, which is actually in Scotland. So uh, the rivalry between England and Scotland is fairly intense. (laughs) It's almost like uh, us in uh, Perth versus the eastern states here. So uh, going back to why I went to Edinburgh, that was completely unplanned. Uh, I wanted to do medicine in Singapore. And at that time, Singapore only had one medical school, which was very hard to get into And academic excellence alone wasn't always enough. So, since my plan was to come back eventually to Singapore to work, I applied to all the medical schools that were recognised in Singapore, Edinburgh being one of them. And I feel quite privileged to have studied in one of the oldest medical schools in the world, and the city itself was an amazing experience.
0: So let's talk about your surgical training then in um, Perth, and what was it that led you to Perth? Then you you kind of glossed over it a little bit. So what was it about Perth that drew you here?
1: I had initially planned to stay in the UK. Uh, unfortunately, there was a, a fairly radical shift in the employment regulations at the time, which made it very difficult for foreign doctors like myself to stay on. So. Myself and uh, a lot of my classmates to leave the UK and and go elsewhere. So I applied to several jobs in Perth and Adelaide, and was very surprised that almost all of them had offered me a job. And my brother was actually studying accountancy in uh, UWA at the time, and my mum felt that we could probably look out for each other. And so Perth it was, and I have been in Perth uh, for almost last. 19 years, and met my wife in Perth and got married with uh, three wonderful kids. And if work only doesn't keep me busy, then uh, they certainly do.
0: Amazing. So um, you mentioned that bariatric surgery versus bariatric sleeve. Is that correct? There's a difference there that I'm not aware of. Are you able to just mention or speak about that a little bit more? So bariatric
1: surgery is the field. Um, Whereas uh, a, a sleeve or gastric sleeve, some people call it a sleeve gastrectomy, that's just a type of operation that you do. So there are various different procedures that you would perform as a bariatric surgeon. Uh, so a gastric sleeve is one of them, gastric bypass. Um, in the not too distant past, we used to do a lot of bands uh, called the lap band.
0: I've heard a lot about those, and I'm sure a lot of people of our listeners have heard of those as well. Yeah.
1: So about 20 years ago, 95% of the weight loss operations were lap bands. But over time, um, between 50 to 60% of these patients failed the operation. So at 10 years, they would regain enough weight to either require another operation or um, do not lose enough weight to begin with. And so these patients end up either getting a, a gastric sleeve or a gastric bypass as a revision operation.
0: Perfect. Yeah. That's, um, thank you for clarifying that. Dr. Sivell. what made you get specifically into bariatric surgery?
1: It's kind of strange thinking about it now. Um, but when I had finished my general surgical training, I was quite set on pursuing upper GI surgery. And that's a field which involves mainly cancer surgery of the esophagus and stomach.
0: What does upper GI mean?
1: Upper GI is uh, upper gastrointestinal. And most uh, upper GI surgeons also do additional training in weight loss surgery. And at that time, I felt bariatric surgery was more of a secondary interest rather than what I wanted to primarily pursue. But I did apply to both the programs and was fortunate to be selected for the fellowship program at Box Hill Hospital in Melbourne. And once I'd finished my year at Box Hill, I had a new perspective on what I want to do with my career and why. And there was a radical shift in in my outlook uh, in my career.
0: So what was it specifically about um, the training that you received and, and that shift in focus that really made you hone in on bariatric surgery as being the career path for you or the way to go or the speciality yet?
1: Well, Livia, there were three main things that, that made me change my mind about what I wanted to do. The, the first thing was the mentors that I had at Boxville Hospital. They were extremely patient with me and supportive as I progressed through my training. And I could almost feel their frustration. I was trying to learn how to suture uh, laparoscopically It must have been really frustrating for them. (laughs) And uh, the second issue is that uh, laparoscopic uh, weight loss surgery needs advanced laparoscopic skills and a great deal of dexterity. And some of the operations can be quite challenging, especially the revision operations where the margin for error is very, very small. You're literally two, three millimeters away from fairly major structures that you don't really want to injure. And the last thing, which is probably the most significant thing, was uh, the effect it had had on patients. Bariatric surgery is a life-changing procedure, and it produces a tremendous improvement in their quality of life. It's like a a second chance in life. And I'll give you a few examples. Uh, As a consultant now, I've uh, operated on several patients, and a few of them stand out in my mind. One is an ex-Navy gentleman who had diabetes, severe arthritis, and reflux, and he could barely walk a couple of hundred meters. I did a Roux-en-Y gastric bypass on this gentleman, and literally before he left the hospital, he was off his insulin, and his um, medical uh, treatment that he needed for his diabetes, his tablets had all reduced significantly, His reflux was gone, and he could now walk five kilometers a day, and he's lost about 60 kilograms so far. And another lady who was also fairly fresh in my mind is a a young lady in her 30s with uh, fertility issues. Both uh, her and her partner had tried having kids. uh, They failed uh, IVF, uh, hormonal treatments, And she came to me for weight loss surgery and had a gastric sleeve. After about 18 months, she had lost 45 kilograms and they had their baby a couple of years ago. And those kind of moments are are not rare. They're, They're actually what we commonly see. And they're very satisfying to be able to play a part in this transformation and this significant change in their quality of life for these patients.
0: What do you mean by revision surgery?
1: Revision surgery is where people have had previous weight loss operation, like a lap band or a gastric sleeve, and either they haven't lost enough weight or they managed to regain most of the weight, and so they need another procedure to, to lose weight again. And in other patients, they could have had a complication like severe heartburn or reflux. And these patients also need surgery to deal with those.
0: Um, So when you're not focusing in on uh, bariatric surgery, what is it that you enjoy doing outside of this field that you're so passionate about?
1: Um, I'll confess that I'm not a big fan of the gym.
0: (laughs) That makes two of us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I enjoy playing sports. So squash is... uh, probably my favorite sport. And uh, I'm still sore from yesterday's <laughs> game. Yep, yep. Um, and I also like playing soccer and I love running. And uh, an interest that I've had for a long time, which uh, I haven't had too much time lately to do is uh, origami. Origami. So, uh, so I love paper <laughs> folding. And
0: uh, I think that probably relates back to you liking to use your hands and things. Oh, just, yeah, um,
1: yeah. I can sit for hours folding. Mm. So, <laughs> um, And I've also had a an interest in the military. So this comes from the time I served in the Singapore Army. Yeah, right. So I'm still a reservist in the Royal Australian Air Force as a military surgeon. So whenever I've got time, I will, um, I'll take part in that. And if all of these fail, I've always got my three kids to keep me busy. So. And they
0: do, I'm sure. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, so, thank you for sharing all that information about, um, you know, giving a little taster into bariatric surgery. What would be really interesting to understand is kind of what sets your part or makes you different from from other surgeons that are offering, uh, you know, this sort of expertise in the field.
1: I would say, Evie, that what sets me apart is my personality and my approach to patients in general. I consider my patients, and colleagues like family. And I would want them to have the same level of care, compassion, and respect that I would wish for my own family to receive. So I don't like to rush my consultations and will take my time to explain things to them. It is also important to me that my patients see me more uh, than just a competent surgeon. They look at me as someone who truly cares about them.
0: I think that's that's a really important point to make because a lot of, um, certainly in my experience and, and those that I've spoken with, uh, people or certainly doctors and surgeons can sometimes have a tendency to talk down to their patients Um to treat them like they wouldn't understand and therefore to almost make this obviously it's they're not allowed to but to almost feel like they're making decisions on your behalf that you're not aware of or don't fully comprehend so having someone that's open to kind of explaining everything and really um being next to them and and as you say treating them like family um I mean I know that that would make me a lot more comfortable so I can only imagine how it would make others feel as well yeah so do you feel a lot has to do with the mindset of the patient as well
1: The short answer is yes. Patients need to be mentally ready for this journey. The operation itself is only just the beginning. They need to be prepared to overhaul their lifestyle in terms of their diet and exercise routine. They also need to have some realistic expectations and goals. You're not going to wake up thin. You're not going to wake up healthy. It is an uphill battle, and they're going to be prepared to do that. And although your surgeon and other health professionals and family are are there to guide and support you on your journey, it is your journey at the end of the day.
0: Uh, Dr. Siva, thank you so much for sharing a little bit about the background of bariatric surgery. And of course, yourself as a surgeon, which uh, for me is key. I mean, when we go out and the internet, and we're doing research and things like that. You want to know that the person whose hands you're in, first of all, knows what they're doing and also cares about what they're doing, cares about you. So that's really um, nice to hear. What I wanted to ask you then is what are kind of your hopes and wishes for this journey on this podcast here and what you want to achieve with with the podcast?
1: As you pointed out, Evelyn, there's quite a lot of information on the internet and some of it is conflicting and confusing to patients and some of it is frankly questionable and uh, hopefully through this podcast I hope I can help them make those important decisions and answer some questions about weight loss surgery like is it for me where do I start and so on.
0: Amazing yep I'm very very excited for the journey ahead and um, for our next episode we'll be really knuckling into the science of obesity if I understand correctly. Beautiful. Looking forward to it. So um, listen in on our next episode, which will be talking, as I said, the science of obesity and understanding how um, obesity affects us and, and, and why it occurs, of course. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Dr. Ziva. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Knife, a bariatric surgery podcast from Perth Obesity Solutions. We hope this helped improve your understanding of weight loss surgery. For more information, visit our website on perthobesitysolutions.com.au where we have operative videos and patient information sheets that you can download. If you wish to see Dr Siva, please call the rooms on 6313 3772 or email info at